When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everybody this is another episode of my favorite episode of today it's just me you get to hang out with just me and there's a reason for that julie's just mia we can't find her she didn't show up that's what happens when you think you're the talent but anyway we have a super special guest today welcome thank you so much for having me darling it's a pleasure i love your show oh have you listened I'm a big fan. <laughs> you are. I am. Which ones do you like? <laughs> I'm laughing because you copied my accent. I know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I was like, am I talking in a British accent? <laughs> it's a Cockney accent. I can't. That, okay, like, that like, killed me. I couldn't, I couldn't keep, keep it together. <laughs> keep going. So I personally, I love um, The Haunting on Hill House. It's so good. Haunting my, of Hill House. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You know, it's a common mistake, I'm sure. I also just loved your episode of Friends. That was a good one. Sure. I'm a big Friends girl. And what's your name again? My name? <laughs> That's I'm not Hannah my Montana. Name. That's not my name. Okay, actually... I am the host, and Julie is the guest, because guess what? This is her 50th episode. (laughs) Julie has done 50 amazing episodes. I'm so lucky they asked me to be a co-host. This is such a fun thing. It's been so fun with you. Thank you for saying that. Home is wherever I'm with you. It's true. Laka laka. (laughs) Okay, so what, what show are you choosing? So this was tough. Because Julie's I gonna have pick so her? many favorite shows. This episode is titled Julie's Favorite Episode of. Yeah, we want everyone to be on their, you know, on their feet. And they're like, what is she going to pick? Stay on your feet. Um, <laughs> I tried to not pick a show that we already talked about because Game of Thrones is big on my list. But I was like, nah, we just talked about Friends. So I was like, nah. So I chose Stranger Things. Love it. Season four. Oh, just kidding. Season one, episode four. The body. A great episode. Oh, 100%. a truly great episode. But I'm I am interested. See, these types of shows I think of as like 
okay, season one is, is its own thing for me. Like, I, I would never be able to remember a specific episode of Stranger Things. So I've been dying to ask why this one specifically. So I picked this episode because this is when shit really hits the fan. True. So I didn't watch Stranger Things when it first came out. I saw uh, everyone posting about it, obviously. And I was like, this is not going to be something that I'm into. So, like, I'm not even giving it the time of day kind of thing. And then... One of my friends at work was like, you have to watch Stranger Things. It's so good. I didn't actually start watching Stranger Things till season three was already out. Wow. Yeah. And then like I was sucked in immediately. But this episode of season one like really sucked me in because I was torn between this episode and the episode before this episode, Mm -hmm. episode three, because I love the whole the whole thing where Will's mom realizes that he's still alive and the ABCs on the wall with the lights lighting so up. It's so good. But I chose this one because you find out that Will's not actually dead and like everyone starts getting on the same page that like something's wrong and they need to like work together to figure out where Will is and like how they can save him. The show is like, so my favorite movie ever, if I have to choose one, I always say Stand By Me. Mm-hmm. And this is so Stand By Me vibes. I mean, it's little kids coming of age, and it just so happens that this is called The Body, and Stand By Me is based off Stephen King's book, The Body. But I wish it wasn't so mainstream almost. Like, I wish Stranger Things was like a little thing that we could all like hold and own. Like, I'm wearing a Stranger Things shirt right now because my mom got it for me from Hot Topic. Like, during season one but i feel like it's not really that cool like stranger things anymore and i wish it wasn't like that yeah do you get that vibe or no i mean not really i think it's just because like nothing more has been done with like the next season of stranger things so like it's kind of like on the bottom of the list of people talking about it sure and now with covid and everything it's getting pushed back even longer so i think it's just kind of being like put on the back burner but when I was younger, I loved the movie now and then. I mean, I still Ugh. do now. And this gives me like such like, like you said, like stand by me and like now and then vibes. Like the friend group in this show, like the boys are just so fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like they're such nerds, but I just love them. So I'm just like, I don't know. Like, and it's, and it was weird. So I completely rebinge season one when we, when I knew we were going to talk about this. And it's just weird seeing like how babies they are Such compared babies. to now. Yeah. And honestly, like good for them because they're great. Mm-hmm. And I always said like I'm interested to see Millie Bobby Brown in something. I've never seen her in anything else. I haven't seen like Jurassic World or whatever movie she was in. It was like Godzilla or something because she's great. And of course, she's like what eleven in this. I'm saying eleven because that's her name. But yeah, I'm she's like probably like sixteen now. Yeah, but like. And she's great, but all of her acting is physical acting, facial acting. It's She says, what, 30 words the entire mm-hmm. like season? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I I'm, would be interested to see her in something else, and she's like so grown up now. It's crazy. They they have to do a time jump for season four, I feel like, because like, I don't want to spoil it. But okay, what is Stranger Things about? So Stranger Things is about a small town similar to like I almost say this show's kind of like the movie It, too. Like, mm-hmm. there's something wrong with their town. Yep. It's the friend group is Mike, Will, Dustin, Luca, and Lucas. In the beginning episode, Will goes missing. So, like, it starts out like you're sucked in because you're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck happened to Will? Yeah. Um, And basically, you find out that there's this other world called the Upside Down, which is basically, like, their town, but it's just fucking crazy like i don't even know how to explain it it's just like there's 
monsters eating kids and yeah. just fucking wild. I loved, I remember watching this for the first time and loving where it's like, okay, what happened to Will? It's almost like Twin Peaks, like, who killed Laura Palmer? It's mm-hmm. like, where's Will? That's like the big question, where'd he go? And then also, Eleven pops up and you're like, who the fuck is this girl? And then what? how are they relevant to each other and waiting until the storylines converge are, is so lit. And Eleven's character is so fucking iconic. Like, just, I mean... In this episode, they dress her up for the first time. Or was that in three? I can't remember, but I watched one through four. This is episode four of the season. I didn't go past that. But when they dress her up and she looks at herself and she just goes, pretty. I'm like, I know, yay! I know. It is so fucked up every time they show her getting like tested or I like um, experimented on. Yeah, so Eleven is like, uh, just like you said, iconic. She's like my, she probably is what sucked me in the most because I was just like, I need to know her deal. Like, what is her? And the way that they tied in, like, obviously, if you've watched Stranger Things, stop right here and just watch stop it. 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I already probably spoiled a lot. <laughs> but when you find out, like, who she is. Oh, yeah. And, like, the mom, well, not even the mom, the world thinking that she, the mother miscarried and mm-hmm. they actually, like, and took she's her. She's crazy because of yes. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, so crazy because I remember watching, like, episode one where you get flashbacks of Eleven and she keeps calling, like, the, the scientist guy Papa. So you're, like, at, like, I was, like, oh, it's her dad, like, yeah. obviously. He's so He's, fucked up. He is, like, taking advantage of her. It's it's sick. It's honestly sick. When she, like, kills those two guys and she's so scared and he just, like, picks her up and she feels comfort, obviously, because that's all she knows. But that is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, beyond fucked up. I know. And just, like, this is all. This episode is also the beginning of Mike and Eleven, which I just, like, fucking yeah, ride right. for Mike and do you think it's a little weird that we're like obsessed with these 11 year olds trying to kiss? I'm like, yes, young love. Baby. I know. Well, I- it's more this. Lucas is such a dick. Like Dustin is the cute, stupid, like funny guy who like he'll believe anything, mm-hmm. whatever. But Lucas is a dick in season one. I'm yeah. like, come on. But I like how Mike immediately loves her and is like, this is yeah i'm here yeah. for this like yeah. i love that they immediately click but and he's like so awkward like when she they first dress her up like a girl with like the wig and everything he's like you look pretty and then that's like the like typical 11 year old thing where he's in front of his friends he's like good pretty good yeah it's so cute <laughs> pretty. i know they're so cute it is funny how i can't help so again if if you don't watch Stranger Things. This is insane that you're still listening. But basically, um, they're treating her as if she's an alien. Like, she, they'll say, like, friends don't do this. And she goes, friends? Like, yeah. she doesn't know what any words are. But then in my brain, I can't help but think, like, when they're explaining to her what a friend's, what a friend is, I'm like, she's not going to know any of those words either. Yeah. What does this mean? Like, what? Like, it's so such a weird concept to me. And I can't, I get distracted by, I'm like, she doesn't know what friends means. She doesn't know what. They, they don't means. tell lies. They don't do this. They don't do that. It's like, how do you explain anything yeah. to this little dummy? This Aww, little cute little dummy. Stop. She's so cute. I love the videos of her in real life getting her head shaved. You ever see it? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's cute because she's like a young she's like girl little, yeah. and she like just went in for it on for the uh, for the show. For, for the fame. For she's the, doing do what it, she do can. Do it for the fame, baby. Yeah. Do it for the vine. Uh, but no, she like buzzed her head. I, I saw, I've seen the video on her instagram i think oh my God, i gotta watch it she was an overnight star and finn who plays michael is like in every single show that needs a kid he's in it now 
It's I insane. love him. He was he plays one of the kids in it too. Yeah. And I lo- he was my favorite character. Yeah. He he's that for a lot of things. He's also like a kid in the hundred for an episode. He was an overnight star too. Dustin was Gavroche in Les Mis, so he I think they plucked him from Broadway. I don't know about Lucas if he was in anything other than that. Yeah, I haven't seen Lucas. Oh, you know what he was in? He was in either a movie or like a music video where he was dancing. Like he's a really good dancer. Mm. I think it's a movie. I can't think of it. And I think Will is kind of popping off now too, isn't he? Noah Schnapp. Shop or something or not? I don't really. know. He kind of um, grew up to be a little bit of a noob. I think. Oh, is he? I don't know. I'm just did judging. You make that up? I think that I true? did. <laughs> I think I did. I think I made that up. But Steve has a brand new movie coming out. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like I'm gonna watch it. I can't tell you I, anything about it. I forget. Steve is such a hottie boy in season one. Steve is a hottie boy in season one, but he's more charming in two and three. Yeah. They they realized what they had in him, I think, because they made him a dick. And then they were like, this guy's super cool IRL. So then they in two and three, like Dustin and Steve's storyline in three is the best. Oh, it's so like, good. Like it could just be its own show. Yep. I don't even need the two storylines to converge. They could just be their own show. Yeah. I do not care. Yeah. I, I would agree with that 100%. It's lit, right? Yeah. And I think Nancy and Will's brother date in real life they do and i love that because when they hook up in season three i'm like yes Mm -hmm. because he's a little like unconventionally like in season one i wouldn't like especially episodes one through four like he's like an outcast he's quote-unquote a loser although like he's like a creepiness to him he's like like a lurker you can't help but say okay well he literally was taking pictures of of nancy like getting undressed and like that's creepy like you want to root yeah. for him but you can't fully but he turns into like normally i always go like on shows you go for the underdog you go for the quote-unquote loser and they're not actually losers like fuck steve in season one what yeah. an asshole like fuck you well i feel like he's handsome but fuck steve's off Steve's problem was like he was always a good guy but he was trying to like impress his yeah, friends of course. those friends are the worst totally the worst yeah when they're at the lunch table and they're like making fun of them essentially banging yeah. and, and doing the moaning sounds like steve i'm like stop i know you were in public at the lunch table you're high schoolers nobody wants this starring nancy the slut wheeler i know and i'll tell you what there's a scene in this episode where barb goes missing in episode three yep and justice for barb baby because what a they didn't know what they had like barb people freaked out about barb on season one they're like what you're just gonna like kill the best friend that was worried about nancy like so much whatever so barb goes missing nancy starts to catch on that she's gone and is really worried and um where am I going with this? What were we talking about before? Oh, so so then the cop Nancy goes and the cops are like questioning her and basically slut shaming her and that is my least favorite thing in shows and like it's like legit. It happens in real life where like you're worried some a girl is missing, a girl who uncharacteristically like they wouldn't not show up and the cops are like well has she done this before she probably just ran away she's probably with a boy she's probably this and nancy's like shut the fuck up she's not like i know she's not but cops tend to do the "Mm, well and then they're like well what were you doing with steve and i'm like do not slut shame my girl nancy my sweet sweet angel nancy like oh god i love her right i do love nancy too Mm -hmm. previously the kids are like involved where they're like something's wrong like the season or episode three ends with them finding Will's body in 
a river or like the lake. Yeah. The feels. And Mike like snaps on Eleven because he's like, you lied. Friends don't lie. The famous quote that friends don't lie. And then he's like, he's dead. And like poor Eleven can't even like speak, but she knows that he's not dead. Mm-hmm. Episode four, they kind of like come together where like they're like, okay, fuck. She wasn't wrong. Like she, he, I think it's when he plays him. She plays him singing on the walkie talkie. Should I stay or should I go? Yeah. I love, I remember watching season one and being like, I knew this song previously and didn't give a fuck about that song but now I'm like I love this song like they they do such a good job with showing him in a flashback with his brother listening to that song and then the fact that he's scared in the upside down and when they like channel him he's like whispering that song to himself I'm like of course that would comfort him because like fuck his dad yeah literally uh, fuck his dad yeah so this episode opens with Hop telling Winona Ryder's character what's her name I can't even think that they found a body and she's like, no, no, I talked to him through the lights. Like at this point, she doesn't have the ABCDs written on the wall yet, but she she has like all these lamps, all these Christmas lights. The ABC is on the wall in episode Joyce. three. Joyce. OK. OK. Either way, she's like, no, he talked to me and it's yeah. psychotic. And OK, so she plays the grieving mother so well. And Amazing. this was her like comebacks yep. right? I mean Winona Ryder's one a very famous actress obviously but this was she hadn't done anything in a while this is her absolute comeback story she plays the grieving mother so fucking well and let me just tell you I would hate to find myself in a fucking sci-fi plot because imagine being Winona where we are like we as the audience know what she's going through she's seeing all this shit happen no one on earth would ever believe her she's like i know this is fucking nuts but he's talking to me through the lights it's like mm, being in a sci-fi pot fucking sucks dude like you can't talk your way through this at yeah. all even poor jonathan like just wants to grieve his brother and he has to deal with his mom i mean that's the whole relationship with will jonathan and joyce anyway like She's a single mother. She's working all the time. The whole reason when he went missing is because Jonathan picked up an extra shift for extra money. Like, they need money. It's like a whole thing. He always feels like he's the man of the house. He's taking care of of Winona Joyce anyway. So sad. Like, I feel for Jonathan so hard where it's yeah. like, I need... That's why this episode rocks because everyone's decide like him and nancy are coming to the terms where it's like oh shit there's a monster everyone hop realizes it's a monster the kids realize it's a monster so you just need them all to converge exactly into one storyline which is exactly why i picked it because especially when in this episode when hop breaks into where they keep the bodies and he cuts him open and it's filled with like stuffing you're just like like that i was like so like i'm fucking in where is Will? What is going on? When he takes that breath before he cuts his like, chest sternum open or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. it is so intense because he's like, am I really going to slice this kid open? Yeah. Like, am I, is, am I in this such disbelief? I love when he's at the bar and he's questioning that guy and being like, yo, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, what's up, dude? Like, like buttering him up, buys him a beer, gets to the bottom of it, and then just beats the shit out of him after. I'm like, Hop is a badass. Yeah. It's insane. I know. Hop is a really good character, too. Even, like, not to steer off of her next seasons, but, like, when he, like, takes in Eleven and, like, takes care of her in season two. Like, it's just so good. I love, like, even at the end of season one where we, like, find out that she's still alive by him putting the waffles. Yeah, the waffles in. I love that. It's just so good. Her in that dress with, like, a bloody nose and no wig on with a box of Eggos in her hand. Like, when she goes in that grocery store and just fucks everything up, it's so good. 
Dude. She's awesome. That was like the Halloween costume that everyone was. Oh my God. And it sucks suck so bad because it's such a good one, but just everyone was well, like- Well, that's what I meant earlier by like, is it's like not even that cool to like Stranger Things, but the reason it's so mainstream, sci-fi shows like this don't usually get mainstream is why if this one feels different to me, because I watch every sh- sci-fi show in the world. Yeah. No one gets an entire section of Hot Topic. Yeah. But Stranger Things does. It's like right. Harry Potter, Stranger Things, Nightmare Before Christmas, all this anime shit, and then Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like it's a, like it's a very popular show. This is like a very mainstream sci-fi show, which I love because sci-fi is the best. Yeah, more people should love sci-fi shows. <laughs> it's great. It's actually an episode about sci-fi. I know. Promoting it. Ah! But yeah. So, fire episode. If you had to pick your favorite character in the show, besides, uh, it can't be Eleven. Okay. Who is it and why? My favorite character of this show that is not Eleven. <laughs> Stalling. What a stall tactic. Way. What a stall tactic. My British guest. Yeah. I would say that it's Hopper. He's so good. Because he's so badass. Like, he's so, like, stern with the kids. Like, in this episode or maybe it's episode after, like, he's just, like, always yelling at them. Just being like, just shut up and, like, come with me. But such a teddy bear. But such a teddy bear. And, like, he genuinely, like, cares so much. Like, we get flashbacks of what happened with his daughter in season one. It's just, like, so heartbreaking. And, like, I don't know. I I just love how much he actually cares like they kind of portray him as like he's banging the librarian he's passed out drunk on his couch all like shit like that Mm -hmm. we're like oh he's like kind of like a slop but then you really like get more of him in season one and then obviously in the next seasons and he's just the bomb i totally agree and like again don't listen to this if you uh, close your ears for 10 seconds if you haven't seen through season three but the hop reveal at the end was devastating i mean devastating i'm so mad they already revealed that he's not dead Mm -hmm. like that's such a well apparently they did at the very end of the season finale of season three i didn't see it either like russian yes they they have him like chained up or something they spoil that he's still alive at the end of season three i at the very end after the credits i didn't see that i think i saw that but like in a Facebook clip like I think I saw yeah. that in a Facebook clip people being like did you miss this that's such a they they like showed their hand come on that's so lit like so the scene they don't physically show him it's just them walking around in like a Russian cell block and they say go get the American yeah and that's I mean it. that's and then everyone's like well obviously that's top <laughs> yeah and that's fine but I just think like if they did kill off up which he's one of the best parts of the show so I would advise against it but it's like they went there so you might as well make it a cliffhanger and we all obviously know he's not gonna die but like maybe he did who knows yeah i don't know part of why i love stand by me is because i'm like for for a day i would love to just be like a ratty 11 year old fucking talking about going to find a dead kid and buying a glass bottle of coke that cost me like seven cents you know what i mean like in the 60s where you're just like the parents don't even know where these fucking kids are like it would be cool to live for that like that for exactly one day and now i'm like absolutely not can you imagine living in this like i don't know like i'm watching the show and i love it to death but because it's cool to watch a different era a different like small town vibe but it's like fuck i'm so glad i didn't grow up in something like this i don't know i think about like you're saying stand by me i'm saying like now and then like 
That like, dude, the fucking glass bottle of I soda. know, I know, it makes a lot. I love oh now my and then God. too. Now and then is the girl version of Stand by Me. Yeah, and just like being able to just like like playing in the neighborhood with your neighbors. Like, yeah, we were like that when we were younger. Like, I feel like we were always outside. We were always walking places. Like, totally different world. But yeah. like, we still. Whereas, like, kids don't do that now. My niece doesn't walk anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, we used to walk to a lot of places, me and you. But Girl, we were also and like it was freezing. You remember those cold winter nights? I do remember that. But we were also fourteen, like in our town, which is like different than that's just why Will went missing, because it was fucking eight PM and dark out and he was riding his bike from his friend's house and it's like I get it, but it's dangerous. I was just listening to a podcast and someone was saying this, like they grew up in those times and now that they're an adult, like a dad, they're like, I would fucking never let my kid do what I did as a kid. Like that's insane. Yeah. And is that because people are more aware of the dangers or is it because they're it's more dangerous like what do you think Probably a mixture of both because i feel like kids definitely went missing like back in the day oh, it wasn't yeah. like a, it wasn't like it didn't happen but i think also probably like media wise like the media wasn't as big mm-hmm. that at that time where like when you watch the news now or even just like scroll through facebook you see like 20 posts about different missing kids and shit like that where like I just think it's probably hasn't changed like sure. the amount of kids that have gone missing and stuff like that but I think that it was just more like parents were much more like they didn't think about stuff like that whereas like I told I think I said this before on the podcast but like my pop-up scared me so bad when I yeah. used to walk home from school I would hide behind bushes when cars would drive by because I thought I was gonna get kidnapped well it's funny because I been trying to get my steps in recently and the other night i didn't realize that the sun is now setting at 7 30 instead of 8 30 or yeah. whatever it is so i got home kind of late so i decided that i wasn't going to do my long walk i would just walk around my block a million times and again we live in like a very safe neighborhood like as safe as it could be like in this dark scary world <laughs> but i was bopping around and my mom was out front like every time I would loop around she was out there being like be careful be careful and I was like shut up mom I'm 27 (laughs) like it's fine and you know like it's a short block so I was walking around and I was like cranking it like so many times and I hit the halfway mark on my last one and all of a sudden chills down my spine I could not get home fast enough for some reason I went around 10 times with not an ounce of even noticing what was around me and then on the last one I was like oh fuck I was looking behind me every 10 seconds and then I was like okay this is psychotic because what happened was the very midway around my block one of the house like their sensor lights kept going on and off and on and off but nothing was there and I was like you're fucking kidding like you're absolutely kidding there's no shot. I would have been scared. I would have been running and I don't even run. I was like speed walking and I had my headphones in and it was like blasting loud music and I had to turn it off because I was like, I need to stay vigilant. Yes. No way. Yeah. I will not be Will Byers. No, I'm telling you. You better. Mm-mm. Have you ever seen The Devil's Knot? No. Okay. Peep those ears. This is something for Matt, producer Matt, also Kenny and Julie. This is for you too because it is starring Reese Witherspoon, mm. but it's a horror type thing. So is it Devil's old? Not mm, 2015, 2014 okay. maybe. It, the Devil's Not is based on, I might butcher this, but it's I think it's called the West Memphis 3. West Memphis 3 maybe. So back in the day, 
in West Memphis. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, I've i seen the documentary, like the real, it's based on a true story. I'm gonna butcher this, so please bear with me. It's been years since I've seen it, but I loved it. It's starring Reese Witherspoon, her son, and I think another kid go missing because they were just out riding their bikes, whatever. And they go missing, and then the whole movie is trying to figure out who did it. And they're blaming it on like satanic like teenagers who like worship the devil and stuff but and and they literally got no this is not a spoiler because it's like the whole movie they get arrested for it and but it's still kind of like an unsolved case because they it's like one of those cases where the town and the police need to pin someone they need to get their guy they need to calm the town by blaming somebody like even if it's not the right somebody so they throw these... Oh, the three kids are the West Memphis three are the satanic worshippers. That's what it is. But they're just like teenagers that listen to Screamo and have like fucking like... Like, they're pretty brutal, but I mean, I don't think they did it. It's a really good movie. It just reminds me of like back in the day, probably in the 70s, kids are just like riding their bikes and all of a sudden they don't come home for dinner and you're like, fuck. But it's really good. Me and Julia watched it and we were home alone and we could not deal for the rest of the night. Like we were so scared for the rest of the night. It's just so creepy because it's based on a real story. There's yeah, no like jump, what, there's no jump scares. Yeah. It's not like a fucking. No, that's what scares me when they're based on true stories. I'm like, fuck yeah, that. I know. At least like other ones I could be like, this isn't real, this isn't real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the fucking paranormal activity. Like, oh, nope, it's fake. It's a ghost. Ugh, no way. I'm not watching I this. know. But anyway, Stranger Things. But I thought maybe I could recommend that too because it's Reese Witherspoon and then Kenny likes scary movies. Yeah, but I'll have like actual nightmares. Yeah, it's... it's. I hate that shit. Anyway, Stranger, Stranger Things. things. <laughs> Dude, how do we get to where we get? So... <laughs> Basically, what the reason we got here was talking about that 60s, 70s nostalgia that you get when you watch these shows. And I honestly think it's because we didn't get to live it. So if you think about it, like, I'm sure it was great. Like, uh, my dad tells stories about when he was younger. And I'm just like, dude, you lived in a totally different fucking world, like 100 percent. But also we have to think about like how high school is portrayed in movies where it seems like it's like this fucking wild crazy thing like parties like flyers get handed out for parties and they're thrown in the hallways and it's just like not a shot the Aston cops would be at our house literally that all day so I'm sure it's probably like portrayed a lot cooler than it actually was but we also just like didn't really get to like live it so we obviously have FOMO when we watch this like I know I FOMO just from watching the, sh- the movie Grease because I'm just like I ne- I belong in this what time. What was the Wild West? Like b- you could get away with murder back in the day like literally murder or just like smoking cigs and, and walking up and down Dude, the hallways. Yeah and a leather jacket with Yeah hell yeah t-birds. with a swirl in your hair and like <laughs> yeah but I don't know. Anyway back to Stranger Things. I do this is a great episode. I wouldn't have been able to pick. If I were you, I would have cheated and been like, okay, it's just all We're talking season one. one. Well, yeah. I figured we probably would talk about season one and we've referenced it, like what what happens. And we kind of spoiled that, like you find out. They make it seem like Eleven dies or it's like taken to Ugh. like the 
the um i miss it the unknown <laughs> the upside down yeah the unknown. obviously at the end it's christmas which god when i was re-watching this i was like let's fucking go the holidays give it to me all yeah. like it's christmas eve it's snowing i don't know where like a lot of you guys are but like it's probably snowed on christmas eve once since i've been alive i'm not even kidding yeah like uh, all I want is a white Christmas Eve and it's always like 60 degrees I and know. like I'll still wear like a sweater and be like oh like pictures like and I'm sweating I'm like <laughs> literally sweating dying but I'm like it's fine the letters on the wall and the Christmas lights is so cool it really is like I remember watching that and just being like so fucking dope when they're like Winona's like where are you and he writes right here and then and then he, she's asking more questions and he just puts run i'm like get the fuck out of there <laughs> like go but it always confused me because it's the whole thing is obviously improbable but like when he's in the wall when he's in the wall <laughs> and then she gets a hatchet and fucking yeah talk about summer reading books hatchet <laughs> <laughs> speaking um, of oh but my anyway God, i'm about to read that <laughs> I know, right <laughs> brian's winter or whatever the sequel was called but anyway so like i didn't uh, truly understand that part like if there's a monster sure if there's an upside down sure but like in the wall and he just like randomly pops up and pats out I'm like, well mm. it's weird because like we see the part where like in the woods the like uh, unknown forms in a tree, in a tree and yeah. then disappears so like it seems like it can just kind of happen wherever the fuck it wants to happen yeah so i guess in some ways like you gotta respect that it's a show and like it's not all gonna make sense but the wall thing really did like kind of piss me off because i'm like you're gonna put a sledgehammer through the wall that you just like kind of saw your son in which like i'd probably do the same thing yeah you're gonna (laughs) crack him in the skull (laughs) like i thought the same thing i'm like well don't hit him yeah (laughs) yeah but um, she's just a crazy mom that knows her kids alive and Again, we're going to hop off of this specific episode, but when she finds him and he has that freaking slug thing in his mouth, oh my God, and he's like dead basically in the wall. It is so heartbreaking. And then like they're pumping his stomach and Hopper's having flashbacks of them doing that to his daughter. And I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah, in this episode when Hop's at the bar and the guy he's like yeah my daughter won the spelling bee she won on this word blah 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 and the guy's like your daughter got a name and his whole demeanor changes like i couldn't even imagine that trauma and like if i was him i wouldn't be like using that as a fake alias situation because someone is gonna ask a question and then he gets fucking hot about it he's like what yeah your daughter does she have a name like yeah (laughs) that guy's not innocent anyway but like he's innocent in that situation honestly i wish they didn't Mm, I'm I'm torn. I think they might have because I think it's season episode two when they're in the woods looking for Will and someone like a search party and someone asks him like, "Oh, you got any kids?" And he's like, "Yeah, she's in the city with his mom with her mom." And then another cop or someone comes up and just says like, "She passed away. Like his daughter died. Whatever." And I'm like, I'm torn between should they have kept that from us until the end of the season to kind of keep it a mystery of like this whatever What's the situation with or the or do you tell it then so then we have a like heartfelt with Hop because Hop is kind of like a he's like he's a got dick rough in edges the yeah. and like he's being a dick so I guess it does soften him up a little bit but it's not like he ever talks about it really. No, I love Hop though. 
Yeah, and I also love that, like, you get kind of, like, a flashback, too, that, like, him and Joyce used to be, like, a thing when yeah. they were younger. Love when they add that in, when, like, the parents are, like, involved with, like, like, they all stay in the small town. They've always been there kind of thing. Well, I do love, contrary to what I said before about small towns, I do like watching something and in a small town where, like, Lonnie, Joyce's ex, is, like, is Hop still the, the chief over there, whatever, because it's, like, small town, everyone knows everybody, mm-hmm. and you can't get it, like... Even the teacher in this episode, when he sees Eleven, he's like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, he's like, where are you from? She's like, bad, bad place. <laughs> That's really funny. Dude, I love that bit. I know. It's good. And what did they say? Nebraska or something? Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> because she's, I guess she was blonde hair and they're like, Sweden. Yep. Cr- yep. Cousin. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like whatever. She doesn't like the cold. Like, yeah. <laughs> really. Like, Sub zero. Yeah. He says, I like that. They gave Eleven these powers, but she has nosebleeds every time because it's like, okay, she can't just use these powers whenever she wants. Yep. Like, she's suffering from it. Yep. And I love when she makes that kid pee his pants. Oh, it's oh, so it's good. It's so, so, so good. And she just, like, wipes her nose and walks off. Yeah. And Mike's like, Purr. Yeah. Love this girl. Dude, them dating is the best. I don't even... So, I've seen season one and two multiple times because I watched it through. I watched season one. And then I watched season one before season two came out. And then I watched season one and two before season three came out. So I've seen it a bunch, but I don't remember two or three. The thing from two I remember is when she's like, bitchin'. She has 11 on her, and that's because there's like 10 others, right? Mm-hmm. So she meets like seven or something. Yeah. I forget what number oh, it is. Oh, yes, yes. I forgot all about that. And that's like that. when she's dressed like a goth and she's like, yeah. bitchin'. Yeah. I like that. But I can't remember. Is that season? That's season two, right? Two, yeah. yeah. And then three, it's all I remember season. is Dustin and Steve. Season three, I love, yeah. love, love the bit between her and the redhead, like going shopping. Sweetie. Oh my god, that's amazing! Yeah, and 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 they're like trying on all because it's based off of like the seventies, I guess. Doesn't she say something 80s? at the end like "I dump you"? Yeah, or something like so epic. Like the, what a fucking cute ass oh, scene, a friendship scene. Yeah, I'm glad they added Sadie. Sadie, yeah, I'm like the redhead. I mean, I haven't seen it. in a Her while. brother is petrifying. So petrifying. Petrifying. He's he was like the demon in this in season three, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's like possessed, yeah. Yeah, he's petrifying, but people were like in love with him, and I'm like, mm, I'm no, scared. no, mm, definitely not my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. I always loved Steve. It's not her cup of tea because she's British. <laughs> she's English, just like Millie Bobby Brown. Do you think that they started to like the actor who played Steve and turned him good, but that Sadie's brother was probably the original storyline for? Steve and I've had this exact same first half of this thought that they literally were like Steve's so cool in real life and we might as well like make him good and make him a lovable character so did they make Steve more lovable and then Sadie's older brother in season three gave him the storyline that Steve would have had which is a great thought because I really do think they were like wow the guy who plays Steve is excellent him and Jean Ralphio look exactly the same and they did this hilarious bit where they dressed exactly the same like there was a bit that it was like like Steve is John Ralphio's dad as if Parks and Rec and Stranger Things are canon and in the same universe and it oh was hilarious God. so they took that and ran with it and like dressed the same and were acting like they were it's a hilarious video I have you watch it. yeah I'll, I'll send it to you yeah thank you but yeah I, I think so Matt yeah that makes that's sense. actually a good point I would hate it if Steve was evil I mean, he's, he is in season one like he's a dick I hate when they're like talking about Barb the friends are like 
I don't know what you're talking about. And they're just like, did you see fucking Barb leave her night? No, she was there. Yeah. That sucks. I, I hate the idea of like the friend, the best friend with like the girl who's just getting popular. Mm-hmm. And I do not like that storyline. But Nancy plays it decently well. I mean, it's not, I, I don't think Nancy plays it in a way that makes me not like her because she obviously just has a crush on Steve. You yeah. could sub Steve with anybody, like even a sweet boy. And I think Barb would be like, just like, Nancy. Yeah. I liked Barb. She sucks on Riverdale. She's, She's on Riverdale? ass on Riverdale. Oh, yeah. she. I cause, So I never finished Riverdale, but she's Don't. like into like the blue shit that she drinks, right? Her name's um Ethel. Her name is Ethel, and she's just, every time they need someone to do something bad, it's pretty much her. Mm. So, like, who did that? Oh, it's fucking Ethel again. <laughs> she's back from the insane asylum. Why is she even in this... <laughs> season anymore dude it sucks so bad because riverdale season one was so fucking it was incredible honestly it was such a like came out of nowhere show and they brought this like iconic comic book classic to life in like a dark way which is so dope and then they just buried it anything like all the quirky like unrealistic stuff from season one with like the cheerleading stuff and with like madeline pesh and like whatever was so charming and then they just made it awful yeah like so awful yeah because i remember you were the one that told me to like watch it Mm -hmm. and i was like dude season one is so good and then season every season after that trash truly trash it's it sucks because they really had like they had something yeah let's talk about less of stranger things and more about your time as a podcast host let's hear about it What's your has been your favorite memory from being a podcast host in your first 50 episodes? I think my favorite moment in terms of like recording episodes, um, it's recent, but when we recorded Laguna Beach, we yeah. had the time of our lives. Mm-hmm. We <laughs> had the time of our lives. no like we yeah that was sweating down here dripping in sweat just absolutely dripping in sweat i like anyone that it's just me and you no offense guests i know honestly the haunting of hill house one was my favorite only because it was the first one and i was so excited to just drink pumpkin beer in 10 a.m with you dude i'm dying to drink a pumpkin beer but i want to wait till september i have like i can remember a lot of them blend because of when we moved down here to this room but i loved recording cheer with you too i remember that day like really specifically but my favorite thing you want to know what my favorite thing i guess it's about you now go ahead yeah my favorite thing about my like 38 or so episodes on this podcast is just re-becoming best friends with you Joel. i know this we brought us always, back together me and you were always the type where like we saw each other and we were thick as thieves and best friends didn't matter if you put a thousand years in between but this gives us an excuse to hang out every single week. I know. That's a great deal for me. It's so true. We are like the type of friends that probably never beefed ever in our life. No. Like we never, I mean, we probably had stupid 13 year old fights, but we were like inseparable in middle school and, and like tight in high school. And then yeah, of course, we went away always. to college and then like we'd see each other and just start shooting the shit. Like, like the we- same six stories <laughs> we would run through uh, every, every time we would meet up, it's like run through the gorilla story, the honey story, this, that, like all the, oh all the classics. God. Let's go through the classics and then let's make new memories, baby. Dude, the honey story will never. The honey is the best. Does Jamie listen to this podcast? I don't think Do you think so. she would even know the honey story? <laughs> 
<laughs> I literally just pictured you when I was like, watch out. Okay, I'm going to tell this story. And if anything, it's strictly for producer Matt and he can cut it out. So here's the story. It is so good. It is. We are in Jamie's room. Yeah, we're in high school. We're in high, uh, early high school, like yeah. maybe ninth grade. Jamie is a hairdresser. So she had like lots of extensions on the floor. <laughs> Like, whatever it was, like, there was just hair everywhere, and like, she fake hair. And she also had a waxing, like, because she did yes, waxing, so, so she had a waxing pot. Yeah, so it's me and Julia and Stephanie are on the bed, and I dropped my phone behind the bed, like, against the wall behind the bed. So I hop off the bed to go around, and when I mean it is slow motion, Julia just goes... <gasps> watch out for the honey as I step fully in hair wax and then I lift my foot up and stomp again and I lift my foot up and there is just hair and a bra stuck to my foot but but meanwhile you can't forget and for our listeners who don't know Stephanie our best friend in the whole world gags at the sight of loose hair like absolutely will throw up on the spot if she sees loose hair so i lift my foot up and it is just loose hair city and a bra and And, stephanie starts gagging and the red carpet the red carpet it is just tragedy on my foot but stephanie's gagging julie's dying laughing i've got shit stuck to my foot and it is just like pure chaos like watch out for the honey like calling it honey when it's hair wax is also stupid and funny (laughs) All to find my f- stupid fucking phone that fell behind. It was just like such. And then Julie sat in the tub and scrubbed my foot clean because it was just rug and Well, hair. Stephanie tried and it was like. Huh, yeah, huh. she was gagging all over my feet. Oh, it was good. It was. The honey was classic. We will never stop telling the honey story. I will never. That's for or damn Or the sure. one time. We're going to just. Matt, this I actually want you to keep this in because it's just fitting for the 50th episode. But the one time someone, I don't know if people used to do this in your guys' like high school, but someone. <laughs> oh, shit. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> this is not that funny. It really is not. I can't even get it out. Someone licked a Gatorade bottle cap. <laughs> In the air, and it was moving. Matt, listen, it was moving in slow motion. And Kathleen, <laughs> Kathleen pointed at it, and like you know, she was mocking me with like on accident with the British accent. She was like, "What is that?" But like, unintentionally said-, <laughs> said it in actual slow motion. And Julie's the only one who witnessed it and saw it happen, even though it was a full cafeteria full of people. Literally, there's just a slow mo orange Gatorade cap, and I'm like, "What is that?" And she was like, her mouth just like dropped up and was like, "Oh my god, why did you just say that in slow motion?" And I was like, "Did I?" <laughs> yeah, that's a good. One. That was high school. That was at Sun Valley. Kathleen and every memory we have, like it's her not knowing what's happening. Like the one time we went sledding. Oh shit! One and, more for the people in the back. One more. And if also this is was not, Stephanie. If this is not funny to you, I'm so sorry. Just skip past it. But the one time we went sledding, <laughs> we literally went down the hill like four times and then just laid in the snow. We got lazy. Remember, we couldn't. Sure. We didn't want to keep walking up the hill to go back down. And we were walking home, and our friend Stephanie's dad dressed. In a, in a full gorilla suit like gorilla top suit. to bottom not a not just a mask <laughs> a full top to bottom gorilla suit and came <laughs> ripping around the fucking and block me corner. and kathleen were sprinting up the hill kathleen chucked her sled <laughs> okay i thought a full gorilla was running after me and we we're 15 years old who the fuck is that <laughs> 
and I scream that at her dad. And then we get first of all, Stephanie. The minute he turned the corner, Stephanie laid dead. She played dead she played and dead. just was would have been eaten alive and was just like, I give up. I'm dead. And we're like, dude, if that was a real girl, you would have been fucking ripped to shreds. She literally, like, we ran up the hill and she ran straight and then just collapsed on her neighbor's <laughs> Pure terror. And then her dad, who's like one of my parents' best friends, was like, you speak to your mother with that mouth? What the hell? Because I was like, who the fuck is that? As a 15 year old dude i'll never forget like, it was so random how he timed that we were going to be walking but how long was he standing there i need to know i have no idea because we were laying in the snow for hours <laughs> he must have been just chilling and that girl is waiting for a couple of gals oh my God. he is a fire dad can't he ask really for that bon- bonnie too gotta shout out bonnie what a what a queen yeah slay Woo! i can't wait to hear the end of that i feel like the beginning of this one we were being very legit we were like what do you think about stranger things we talked for like a good solid 20 minutes and i think that's an that's the most solid clip of talking about a show we've had in a long time when it's just me and you and not like having to front for a guest (laughs) yeah that's true not having to fake it without having to like cramp our fucking style yeah (laughs) like let us just be free yeah come on please all right well okay well again fucking friendship rekindling my best friendship with jewel even though it never went away it's just like seeing her more often becoming good friends with producer bat what a time on this podcast as I much as love 2020 it. Let's make it has sucked i mean we made it this benefited us this oh my god hell yeah and it made me it was actually really funny because like i was used to seeing kathleen like once a week or once like once or twice every like other week and then we had a quarantine and i was like i miss you so much i know before we we would play we were like i fucking miss you i know right without seeing each other at all besides like the one time you came to penn state or like my Uh, grad party yeah good times great times and that's stranger things baby i love a good thing i love love a good friendship this all ties to friendship at the end friendship strangeness you're kidding you're absolutely kidding you better stop love it I just love it. Oh, I was like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. I I will say I'm such a big Stranger Things like or a theme song girl. Um, like as you know from our one quarantine app when we did theme songs and we sang them, that I put Game of Thrones and American Horror Story on there with no lyrics. This is one where I skip it every single time. Yeah, I liked it the first time, and then I was like, okay, there's no like value add to this game of thrones was such a good one yeah. such a good pick it's a dun 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 yeah everyone threw so much shade about my american horror story though yeah because that literally i will zoom past that if i can it's like anyway that was another episode that was julie's 50th episode bitches fucking bitches thriving 50 flirty and thriving yes. hoes. You hoes. What the fuck is that? It's like, it's the <laughs> wine. It's the wine. Blame it on the alcohol. This has been My Favorite Episode Up. My Favorite Episode Up is produced by Matt Kelly as part of the Geekscape Network and hosted by Julie and Kathleen. Check out our show notes for all of our socials and email us at myfavoriteepisodepodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting apps, and we'll be back next week with another episode of My Favorite Episode Up.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.